Welcome to Beyond My Beauty with Dr. Herod Ansa, a space where you belong and you are relevant. This podcast is here to equip and encourage you to experience God's love and share it with others. We understand the role of being a woman is full of blessings, challenges, and is often overwhelming. God encourages us to walk alongside one another for encouragement and to share His faithfulness. If you're ready to connect and deepen your relationship in Christ, we invite you to step back and let the Word of God refresh you no matter your age or season in life. Once again, welcome to Beyond My Beauty Podcast and let the journey begin. Hello and welcome to Beyond My Beauty. My name is Pastor Herod. I'm so glad you have joined me today. I wanted to just end this three-part series with wellness, mental wellness, physical wellness, emotional wellness, because we need to really pay attention to our health in this season. The season that we're going through, as I'm referring to the pandemic, has brought so much perspective to each and every one of us as it relates to taking care of your health. One thing my husband always says is that prayer cannot replace your responsibility as it relates to your physical health. So you can pray, and that is the divine side, that is the spiritual side, but there's a responsibility that you also have in terms of taking care of your physical health. And we're going to get into some of the things that you can do. So I'm talking to you about the 10 essentials uh, of becoming a healthy person and maintaining your health. It's going to be breaking down, of course, in the spiritual, emotional, and just learning balance in the season. So get your pen and paper and let's get into it. All right. So this is Beyond My Beauty. And the reason why we started Beyond My Beauty is we wanted to just empower and equip women that beyond your beauty, you are wise. Beyond your beauty, God gave you the ability to make sound decisions and sound judgments. Beyond your beauty, you are bold, you are courageous, not because of your eloquence or your education or experience in life, but Christ in you is the hope of glory. Beyond your beauty, you have the grace and the capacity to do all that you are called to do in this life. All the graces that God knew that you would need, he has already given you. He said to each man, he gave a measure of grace. And the favor that you are looking for, it's already in you. You just have to look inside of you and say, God, you've called me in this season. What did you call me for? But one of the vehicles that will carry this vision to part is your health. It's your physical health. And I don't want us to be heavenly good or heavenly bound that we're not earthly good. That's a good place to say amen. I want it to also be earthly good, where you know how to balance your mental wellness, how you know how to balance your physical wellness, and how you know how to balance your spiritual wellness. Because being whole is being holy and taking care of the temple of God. I'm a Christian counselor, and I see lots of clients, and most of them are very concerned about their mental wellness. And I always tell them, your mental wellness is hand in hand with your spiritual wellness and your physical wellness. If one area is broken, it will affect the other area. So I want us to get into it today and see what the word of God says. Now, many Christians um, are so active in seeking help for other people and for helping others that what we fail to do is to take care of our own selves. 
So the Christian, uh, average Christian person, it's always seeking to help someone. And that is what Jesus Christ has called us to do, to minister to the poor and to help people. And, you know, even there was the scripture in the Bible that says, when I was hungry, did you feed me? When I was naked, did you clothe me? So you realize that all Jesus did when he came on this earth is to save us. Because we were lost. We know where we're going. So he came to help us, to put us back into alignment, back to the Father, which was always the origin of the Father. We will be his. Now, most Christians, what we do is that we seek to solve everyone else's problem and neglect our own health. We go on a way to just help the entire world and we forget our own health. And sometimes what happens is that when this happens, self-care is neglected. And when self-care is neglected, what now becomes healthy body to carry out the gospel and to carry up your ministry and your calling? And if you have not heard the, what, what am I trying to say? If you have not heard uh, my recording on the calling and visions is the video before this one. Go to our YouTube channel right now and listen to the calling, your visions, and what it means to be called by God and what it means to be called generally in your specific calling. But back to what I'm saying, to be called and fulfill your destiny, you have to be able to make sure that the physical body that God has given you, you are manifesting, you're taking care of it. Okay, that is so important for me to point out. You also have to understand that burnt out is real. Being burnt out is real. Burnt out is just going and going and going to the point where now you have nothing else to get. And there's always a saying that you cannot pour from an empty cup. But that's what most Christians do. They just keep pouring and pouring and pouring. And they don't go back to fill themselves. So what happens is that it's empty. For instance, this cup, for instance, okay, there is half, almost a quarter bottle left. Now, when you keep pouring it all out, at one point, the bottle is going to be empty and you have nothing else to pour out of. So you have to make sure that while you are helping others and pouring out to others, you are also being filled by the word of God. You're also being edified by being in his presence. You're going to church. You're worshiping God so that your body is also filled. And that is self-care. That is not selfishness because you have to make sure that you are also ministering to yourself. Okay, with that being said, uh, being healthy means being whole or holy, if you might put it. Being healthy means that you're being whole. It is difficult to follow this 10 essential principles I'm going to give you. But what I want you to do is that just get a healthy journal and begin to say that, you know, as it relates to number one, what am I doing about it? Number two, what am I doing about it? You may not be able to keep a balance with all the 10 essential things that I'm going to give you. But those are things that I use in my life and that I always recommend to my clients and the people that I pastor. And it's been a tremendous blessing to them. And I know it's going to bless you. Now, let me say that these are not the only things that when you do, you will stay healthy. Look at your life. Maybe you're doing things in your own life that it's already keeping you healthy, keeping you balanced with your spiritual, your mental, and your physical well-being. Keep doing it. This is just at my voice to something that you're already doing. And if what you're doing is already working for you, why stop? Keep doing it and keep encouraging people to do it because the end result is that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you want to be able to carry this body that God has given you. You have one body. I remember recently 
I had a cold. It started with just like a tickle in my throat. And I remember I kept brushing it off and I said, oh, it's just a cold. And then it just went to a full blown flu. And I remember I was out for days. I could, you know, I could struggle to talk. I was just taking antibiotics and just drinking my water. And I remember when I came out of the flu, I said to a friend of mine that, you know, I normally get flus um, during the flu season, but this time around, because of the pandemic, I had a different appreciation for health because I came out saying, God, thank you for healing me. Although I used to just think it's just a flu, it could have been something else because of with all the pandemic and with all that is going on with the virus, it could have been something else. So I have come to now really pay attention to what I put in my body, how I treat my body and how I act with my body because I've come to really accept that my body really is the temple of the Lord. You know, when you go to, there's four wheels of hell that I wanted to really think about. And God wants us to be in balance with all these four wheels. You know, Jesus said in the book of Luke chapter two, verse 52, Jesus said he increased in wisdom with man and wisdom with God. And he also increased in stature and in favor. That is him increasing on every single level. If the son of God increased in stature, in favor with God and favor with man, then you and I also need to strive to increase in stature, favor with God, and favor with men. Where are the four wheels of um, health that I really want to talk about? Your spiritual health. It's so important being in alignment with God, being in the will of God, obeying the word of God, making sure that everything that you do is centered around the word of God and is centered around God. Just knowing the will of God for your life and walking in that will. First Corinthians, I believe 720 talks about that. Walk in your calling. Don't try to be someone that you're not. Don't try to prove to the world about this facade or, or who you're not. Just stay in the call. And that becomes your spiritual wellness. The second one is your emotional well-being. It is so important as Christians because sometimes even as counselors, I take in so much information. And one thing I do is that I go and I say with my husband, I say, can you also counsel me? Because you need an outlet. You don't want to always keep taking. Sometimes even as a pastor's wife, people come to me with so many different things that they're going through and it can take an emotional toll on you. And of course, in my, in my work of field, I do with a lot of high level emotional situation so if i don't pay attention to my emotional wellness it's only a matter of time i will break down so it is so important to take care of your emotional wellness and then of course the physical one i'm not really the greatest and the person to talk about physical wellness because you know going to the gym has been a challenge for many of us of course in this pandemic season but in my basement what i do is i just put in a song and i just dance with the kids i put in a song and we dance for like 30 minutes nonstop. we just dance and sometimes there's no rhyme or rhythm to the song but we just just jumping just to keep our heart pumping and sometimes they go to school and they come up with all these moves and i'm like i'm gonna try it safely because i don't want to break my legs right but the important thing is that physically you're paying attention to what you're putting in your body and also you're moving the body so you keep your heart going and you keep yourself moving and of course the final one is um your relational health most people neglect us the relationships you keep around you will determine how far you're going. If you keep negative people around you, intentionally or unintentionally, they will eventually impose on your mental wellness, your physical wellness, and of course, eventually your spiritual life 
will because the bible says whoever is standing stand firm lest you get pulled down so you want to also pay attention to your relational wellness who is around you who are you relating to who in this season is speaking in your life who are your core people who are the people that you're also pouring into who are you mentoring who are who is mentoring you who are your pastors it is important to recognize the key relationships in your life and then ask yourself after this pandemic what is next in this relationships because all this come in balance to keep you whole because the bible says above all i wish that you prosper even as your soul prospers and be in good health in christ jesus when you go to first corinthians 3 16 and 17 it talks about do you not know that god's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you. So this body that you're carrying is a carrier and a temple of God, right? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are the temple. Most times we use the scripture to talk about sexual um behaviors that don't show that your body is a temple of the holy spirit treat it well don't fornicate don't do you know don't get into adultery and treat your body with honor and those are all truth and those are all good but i also believe that it relates to if you begin to now see your body as the temple of the holy spirit where god dwells you will not want to destroy this body that god has given you yes the bible talks about our bodies are going to be perishable and our spirits are the true earth but while we are on earth and we are alive treat your body with kindness so with that being said i'm going to go into the 10 essential ways to keep you healthy in the season number one be wise and use balance use balance in life balance your spiritual life physical life your relational life your emotional life with wisdom just find a way to balance it i talk about it in my other videos that i like to crochet and knit every fall it's something that i do i love to cook i like to shop i like to just experience the world i'm not really an outdoor person but that is just me and that goes back to first corinthians i'm staying in my lane um, I, you wouldn't see me doing rock climbing and some people do it. So most of my friends do it and they take amazing, phenomenal pictures. You will not catch me doing that because that is just not me. But I like to be in my kitchen and just come up with recipes and cook. That is what brings me joy. So I balance that with my quiet time. I always do my quiet time in the morning with God. Quiet time is just simply spending time with God each morning. I love talking to people. I love making videos for you to listen. I like to put in our content that will help you in your walk and your journey with God. I love counseling people. So those are things that I do to keep myself balanced. So be wise and learn a life of balance. And if you don't know it, you can always reach out for help and ask someone, can you help me balance my life? Can you, you know, I'm juggling too many things. One of the number one cause of stress is just, we don't have to, we don't have time. We're always busy going, 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 going. And then by the time you crash into bed, you haven't even reflected on the food that you have bought that day. So take time and balance your life. Number two, be proactive in preventing disease. In this day and age, you're talking about washing your hands and sanitizing your space and being clean because of the virus. Take it serious. Be proactive in preventing disease. See your physician regularly. If something is wrong, seek help. We live in a country where by God's grace, we have access to healthcare. Not everyone have that access, but if you have, use it. If your insurance can cover you to go and see a doctor, take advantage of that. Get your eyes checked, get your hearing checked, you know, get your mammograms done. This has all proactive ways of preventing diseases. Access regularly. If you can go to the gym, be proactive. Go to YouTube and find some channels that will get you moving and dancing and get your heart pumping. That is what it's about. Maintain a dental health. 
good dental hygiene is so important. It's not about how white your teeth are. It's about the cavities and going down to make sure that, you know, it's clean because dental health can sometimes relate to sending diseases in your body. And I'm not going to put my health cap on right now and get into the medical side. But all I'm saying to you is that pay attention to your dental health. You know, uh, stay away from smoking. It's something that we've always known that smoking will affect your lungs. And when your lungs is operating at a very low capacity, the lung and the and the air exchange is decreased. And in turn, you can suffer some lung diseases and you don't want that, right? Just, just use common sense and just being proactive. You know your health better than anyone. So just take good care of it. Number three, practice acceptance and letting go of things that are taking your space that are dead in your life practice acceptance that means i'm accepting that you no longer fit in my life in a recent season in my life i have to let some people go out of my life because they showed me a side of themselves that you know and i'm glad they did because that's who they were they were not um they were people that i called friends but in, in a season of transition, they were able to show me who their true character was. And I had to sit and make a decision and say to God, God, maybe my time with these people have ended. So I am ending that relationship. I respect you. I honor you. I love you, but you no longer fit in my life. Where God is taking me, you no longer fit. And as a Christian, it is so important for you to go to God and know that God, who fits in my life in this season and who does not fit in my life. Jesus, the Bible says, knew all men. You and I are not Jesus, but his spirits can lead us to know who fits in our lives and who does not fit in our lives. That is the only way you will know exactly where you're going. And in that same token of, 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 uh, being accepting the season you're in and letting go of people begin to practice forgiveness. Those that have hurt you, let them go. Those that continues to take advantage of you, make a decision and say to yourself, no more. I'm letting you go. You don't know, you no longer fit in my life. You no longer fit in, in where I'm going. You bring me hurt, you bring me pain, you bring me down. And I'm not about that life anymore. And also learn to give grace to people that have just messed up one time, that wants to come back into your life. Extend grace to them. Be gracious to them. Because the Bible talks about in the book of Luke chapter 6, 37, that number one, you and I are not supposed to judge people you and i'm not supposed to condemn people we're supposed to forgive people and to me forgiveness means that you have accepted what christ has also done for you okay so it is so important for you to also be a dispenser of mercy what is mercy unmerited favor that you give people so be in a space be in a place where you can also now begin to extend mercy to people and extend grace to people right and then live a gratitude life have a gratitude list that is how you begin to live a balanced life number four lighten your stress load if you have not listened to my podcast or my youtube video on stress i highly recommend you go and listen to it because what it would do is that you begin to see what causes stress for a believer for a mother for an entrepreneur and how to handle with those stress and i don't just give you life things i give you biblical principles on how to handle stress and what the bible say about stress and how to prevent burnt out so you definitely want to make sure you lighten the stress when the season is challenging know when to say no it's okay you don't have to say yes all the time i always tell my ministerial friends i don't look for always being called to minister at places because i have an assignment 
and that is my church. And that's where God has called me to minister to the women, to the men, to the young adults, to the people that are there. That's my assignment in the season. I take it with high priority and I honor God for that opportunity. But what I do is I know when my no and i don't have to feel guilty about it and you don't have to feel guilty about it either all right now the sixth thing is cultivate true spirituality that is being spiritually well and that comes from a place of total surrender to god a place where you just live your life as God intends it to be. A place where you embrace the love of God. A place where you embrace the Holy Spirit as your teacher and your comforter. A place where you embrace all that God has for you. A place where you say, Lord, I'm about to start my business. Can you just come and give me wisdom? Can you bring me destiny helpers? Can you show me destiny killers so that, Lord, I can distance myself from them? Can you turn around this, Lord? Lord, I need a mortgage. Can you come through for me? So truly, looking and doing things through the lens of your maker, okay? Number seven, see yourself the way God sees you. When you go into the scriptures, there's so many scriptures that talks about the love of God. If you don't, any, if you don't know any, let me tell you about John 3, 16. It's a very common one. For God so loved you that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you, that if you believe in him, you and I will not perish, but we will have everlasting life with God. That means that even if we die, we will be with Christ Jesus. And what is this saying? See yourself the way Christ sees you. He sees you as a champion. He sees you as a catalyst. He sees you as a believer. He sees you as his son, his daughter. He sees you as the apple of his eye. He sees you that you can do it. Everything that you need, God has given you. And that's how God sees you. And you have to begin to see yourself. So for if for 20 years, 30 years, you have not seen yourself that way. I want to encourage you wherever you are right now that God says you are so important to him. You are so valuable to him that he sees you through the eyes of his son Jesus that what Jesus did on the cross you don't have to pay the price for it whether you're rejected abandoned you feel lonely whatever you are God's eyes are on you all you need to do is to reach out and accept his love and that's all you got to do number eight discover your God-given destiny your hopes your dreams and your calling once again if you have not listened to my video about callings and visions I wanted to go back and listen so I give a clear understanding and a clear explanation biblically what it means to be called by God there is the general calling the specific calling and what it means to walk in your calling and stay in your lane and how God drops vision in people's spirit and what you need to do with the vision so I really highly encourage you to go and watch either the podcast or the YouTube video or even go on our website and you get so many information about the calling and visions it will bless your life so it is important for you to discover your calling you discover your calling your purpose in a place of prayer in a place of waiting for god prayer unlocks access it gives you access to things that already belongs to you you just need to use the key to open the door and all that access is yours and that is what prayer does for you as you discover your god-given talent and destiny Number nine, team up with others such as family, friends, uh, other ministers, a church group, a life group, a prayer partner, because the Bible says two is better than one. When one falls, one can pick up the other one. So don't be a lone ranger. Um, I understand certain people are introverts and they like to just be by themselves and do their own thing. I get that. And then I also do understand that some people, um, even though you're an introvert, there is a wisdom in connecting with with a prayer partner and mentor i have 
people that I counsel and they're not going through anything. They just said, Pastor Harriet or Dr. Harriet, I just want to just talk to you every Monday at one o'clock. I just want to talk to you. And what we do is that we get on online and we talk. And we talk about how they're doing, what is their next business ventures, what are the the things that I can celebrate in their lives, what are the things I can help them because they understand that they might not have a family that they can talk to or they have trust issues with people, but at least we have formed a bond where every Monday they just use my services and what do they do? They just simply talk, right? Uh, if you go to church, join a church group, join a ministry, the ushers ministry, join the music team. If you can sing, right? Of course, I know I can sing, so I can join the, the music ministry. They will not even let me join. But I have ministerial friends, um, some that are way older than me, some that have been in ministry for many, many years. One of my mentors is, has been in ministry for, I don't know, 50 plus years. So she is, she has a galore of wisdom. Each time I need to do something, of course, after I pray and after I run it by my, my husband, I normally will call and say, you know, uh, this is what I want to do. What do you think about it? And she'll give another perspective to you. So don't be afraid to use your mentors. Don't be a lone ranger. Team up with others and let them help you in this season. It's healthy for you. And then the final one is take responsibility for your health and seek regular help. Take responsibility. Be accountable for your health. Tell yourself that this is my body. I'm going to take care of you. I'm not doing a good job, so I'm going to seek counseling. I'm a Christian counselor. It's called Evolve Wall Counseling Services. You can always find us on the web, or you can just send us an email, infabeyondmybeauty.com, or um, evolvewellcounselors at gmail.com. Either way, we will respond to you. Go on the website, uh, www.beyondmybeauty.com, and reach out. Reach out to a mentor. Reach out to a coach. Reach out to somebody. Someone that you can be accountable to and say, you know what? I want to be accountable regarding my health. So I am seeking help. These 10 essential things is what I have used in my life. I have a coach. I have a mentor that I speak to. Uh, my husband is my pastor. I go to him and I ask him questions. I submit to his authority. I submit to God. I submit to so many people, ministerial friends that God has born to my life that are leading amazing mega ministries and some that are leading like they just started in church, but you need all that balance because you get all the different perspectives. I have bankers that are my friends. I have friends that are not from my race that are my friends because they're always perspective that God will bring into your life. But what you want to do is that you want to live a life of balance. As a Christian, I pray that you are not burnt out. I pray that you don't give in the towel. I pray that you don't just say, this life is not for me. It's too much. It's too much because sometimes you're simply not walking in the will of God. If you're walking in the will of God and doing his will, the Bible says his load is light and his burden is easy. His yoke is light and his burden is easy. It means he has given you the grace. What you and I need is discipline. The discipline to say that I have taken my health and I'm going to be disciplined in my health as it relates to this aspect of my life as it relates to this aspect of my life and i know you will be blessed so take care of your health it is so important don't forget the four temples and that is your spiritual well-being your emotional well-being your physical well-being and your relational well-being they're all intertwined and they're equally important and god wants you to be blessed in all these four areas because your body 
remains the temple of God. Once again, my name is Pastor Hero. I hope you're blessed. I like to end each podcast or video with a prayer. So let me go ahead and pray with you. In the month of December, before I pray, in the month of December, I'm collaborating with um, several people um, to bring you different perspective as it relates to beyond my beauty, as it relates to their health, their work in ministry, their experience in life, in business. So stay tuned. Go ahead and subscribe, like this channel. If today's your first time, welcome. You have tuned into a channel of possibilities. And I know this good God will bless you. Father, thank you for whoever's listening today. Thank you for keeping them in perfect peace. Thank you, oh Lord, for the health that you've given them. Thank you, oh God, that they're in the season to prosper, both in their health and in their mind, in their well-being. Keep their bodies whole, just as you made it in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for joining me. I want you to understand that you are so special to God and beyond your beauty, you are both and fearless. If you can dream it, God can certainly do it. My name is Harriet. I hope you're blessed. Until next time, stay well and stay healthy. Thank you.